the goodness that you've shown. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Lord, for your mercies ever new. Thank you, Lord, for your son. Hey, everyone. I wanted to welcome you to this channel and take a couple minutes to start off uh, with explaining who I am, why I'm doing this channel, and hopefully it blesses you guys. Um, my name is Flynn, and as you can see, I'm wearing a shirt today that says Forgiveness Rated E for Everyone, and it's talking about John 3.16, God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever... So if you're watching today, you actually are written about uh, in on my shirt in on John uh, in John three sixteen. It talks about God so loved the world. You're part of the world, and it talks about whoever believes in Him. So the reason I'm doing this channel is to encourage believers. So if you're a Christian and you're a young person, or maybe you're just young in the Lord. Uh, the goal of this channel is to teach through some scripture to give a basic foundation for some of the concepts of the Bible. Sometimes it's a little bit threatening uh, to come and go to a church. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming to get into a deep conversation with a parent or with a pastor or with uh, maybe friends who are Christians uh, or another religion, and you're just maybe one of those people that uh, you wouldn't say you're a Christian, but you're just curious about uh, the Christian beliefs that are out there, and there are a variety of um, beliefs. Some of them are Christian, obviously some are not. Once again, my name is Flynn, and I have been a Christian school teacher and working in different ministries for about 20 years. I got saved when I was 20 years old. I wasn't raised in the church. I did not um, have parents who were Christians at the time. And I just really was, when I was little, I was told to uh, be good, to go to school, to try to get good grades, stay out of trouble. And that didn't work really well for me. So I went to college, uh, ended up having some really bad life choices. And then uh, through a series of circumstances, uh, came to a, uh, a, a knowledge that not only did God exist, but that sin was real and that I needed to be forgiven of that sin. And that's part of what this channel is. I, I have a, a lot of close friends who love sharing the gospel, um, but if you have no context, if you have no understanding of, uh, no meaning for things like salvation, um, redemption, righteousness, then uh, that's hopefully this is going to bless you because that's the whole purpose of this channel. It's also connected to another ministry that I work with a friend of mine, Kyle, and I'll probably have him come on from time to time too uh, and also share a little bit with you guys. So uh, without further ado, I do want to pray and if you're not comfortable with that, uh, it's simply just talking to God because of what Jesus did. So, Lord, as we get ready to study your word and to learn a thing or two about you, Lord, I pray that you would direct my words and direct the hearts and minds of those watching and listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so first of all, you saw me pick up this thing, and it is uh, the Bible. And there are other religious books out there. There's 
the Hindu Vedas, the Hadith, there is the Quran, there is uh, the Pearl of Great Price, the Book of Mormon, there are, are so-called inspired writings for Jehovah's Witnesses, there are Catholic traditional writings uh, like the... Um, Oh, I just went blank, but uh, like the um, Vatican, there we go, the Vatican and the Vatican II and other books that are out there. There's really hundreds of religious books out there. Um, the first thing I thought I would start out with was a simple question, why the Bible? I can't tell you how many times over the years, whether I'm Ubering, lifting, talking to people on the street, talking to people... Uh, at at school, talking to family members, talking to other people, it just seems like everybody really has the same basic questions. And the challenge, I think, is uh, there aren't a lot of people, I think, in the Christian community personally that I have found that are able to give basic, simple, straightforward, truthful, biblical answers. And that, I'm not saying that because I'm so great. I'm just saying that because there are answers out there it's taken me a while to uh, be able to figure out how to, to, to give a basic answer to particular questions. For example, does God exist? There's a big question, and we will get there. I want to cover in this channel some basic questions. I also want to do some Bible study throughout this channel. But to start today, I really want to start with this idea that uh, the Bible is different than any other religious book that's out there. Now, you might not believe that, but hang on, all right? If you're on this channel, if you're watching this channel, it's obvious that you're trying to figure some things out. I have told many people over the years, you know, we spend a lot of time researching what kind of uh, speakers we want or what kind of TV we want or what kind of car we want to buy. We spend a lot of time thinking about of researching things that aren't going to last for very long, maybe 20, 30 years at the most, maybe a little bit longer. But when it comes to eternity, when it comes to where we're going to spend forever, sometimes we kind of just go, oh, that's just overwhelming, and I, I hope it all works out, and hope I'm a good enough person, and then just kind of live life and think about it every so often, go to church maybe as I get older. At least that was my thought when I was 18. Someone asked me, what are you going to do with your life uh, regarding Christianity or religion? I said, well, when I get older, I'll probably go to church somewhere. That was my thought on the matter. And unfortunately, that's probably true for a lot of people. But back to this book, okay? This book, the Bible, written over 1,400 years and written by around 40 different authors. The book itself is made up of 66 different books, starting with the book of Genesis. And Genesis gives you the origins, the beginnings, the beginning of creation, the beginning of mankind, the beginning of sin, the beginning of the introduction, anyway, of Satan uh, and evil um, and death and suffering and sorrow. It tells about why we have all those things. We'll get into that. Not today so much, but we will, so stick with us. Um, it talks about the beginning of Israel and why Israel is such an important nation. You ever wonder why this tiny little country? Look on a, on a map and you will notice Israel is about the size of maybe our state of Rhode Island over on the east coast. So take a look sometime. Rhode Island is tiny, 
And Israel is not a big nation. It's a small country, but the world is just really focused on Israel. And all the countries around it hate them. Hitler killed over 6 million Jews. Why? Why the Jewish people? Well, this book actually talks about that. Uh, they are God's people, physically speaking. It talks about in Genesis, starting in chapter 12, about that. It also, in chapter 11, talks about why we have people groups. Why do we have languages? Why do we not all speak one language? It talks about that. And it's not um, a book in the book of Genesis. A lot of people might say to you, ah, it's just a book of fairy tales. I've been told that so many different times, I can't even count. It's not a book of fairy tales. And we'll get into some of that. So be patient, stick with us. But again, back to the overarching idea of, of the Bible. If you go to countries like China, they hate the Bible, uh, at least uh, communist China, the the, 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 um, the government itself, they won't teach the Bible. If you go to China today, you can't bring a Bible. If you're an American and you bust open a Bible in the middle of some Chinese area or try to hand out Bibles written in different languages of those in China, uh, you will be deported out of there. If you're a Chinese citizen and you try to share the Bible or go to a, a godly church, a Christ-centered, God-fearing church, you will be arrested and maybe killed because of what you believe. Now, uh, why is that is the question. And I believe it's really a very simple answer, um, but we have to peel back the layers. The simple answer is because it's God's book. The simple answer is because it's true. And it has something that no other book has, not because it's a magic book, a book of spells, or anything like that. It's because God gave us a book written by people, but inspired by him. Well, there are a ton of questions uh, as soon as I start saying things like that. And if you're thinking at all, you should be asking questions like, how do we know this is God's book. That would be a good question to ask, and we can get into that. I'm going to try to keep these sessions or these talks down to about 15-20 minutes, and then I'll just make another one and keep dealing with things until we hopefully get to your question, or if you have one, put it in the comments section below, and we will, uh, we will try to address it, or I'll try to address it at some point. But there are basically like I said, a handful of questions that most people that have thought through things have. Now, before we get into even thinking about this book as God's book, I want to invite you to have hmm, a soft heart toward the answers I give. Not, uh, not a, an empty mind. I don't want you to be a blindless, uh, mindless, or I'm sorry, not blindless, mindless follower. I want you to be a thinker. And the world will tell you that if you're a thinker, you can't be a Christian. The world will tell you that if you are a real thinker, or someone who's really careful in their education and academic understanding, then you can't believe this book. That's just not true. That's just not true. Okay. The world will tell you, well, why would you believe a book written by men? But here's a question. Aren't all books written by people? 
aren't the books that, that the world believes in written by people and they believe those books, why is it only the Bible that people seem to have such a big issue with? And again, I go back to the fact that I believe this book is from God. I believe this is different than every other book. When I'm teaching, I often try to use analogies to help it make more sense. So let me try this analogy for you, uh, just a simple one. If you went into a library, um, okay, so if you go into a library, it's filled with a lot of books, right? And you've got books, all kinds of piles of books everywhere, and they're all categorized into different things. You've got sports, and you've got, um, you've got uh, nonfiction, you've got fiction, and you've got things like learning uh, educational books and so on. You've got a ton more stuff there. And then you might even find in some libraries, you might find a religious section, right? And if you go to the library or like a Barnes and Noble um, or uh, even on Amazon, you'll see they have all these different categories of books. Now, if I were to give you a challenge and say, I want you to go to the local library and I want you to make uh, different categories of books, but I only want you to make two, two categories, not several, not, not uh, sports, nonfiction, or education, or fictional, or religious, just two categories is all you can make. And when I talk to kids about this uh, analogy, I point out the way I would do it is I would make uh, it be two categories, and the two categories that I would do would be this, the Bible and everything else. All right, that's how I would do it. Now, the reason I would do that isn't because some person told me that, hey, this is what you need to believe. The reason I would do that is because this book is from God. This book is different than every other book. We can read lots of good books about a lot of good subjects. We can read a lot of bad books about a lot of good subjects. But uh, even nonfiction books sometimes can have uh, misinformation in them. And even if they don't, even if they're true nonfiction, that means not fake. So nonfiction would be, uh, let's say I want to do some research on how the, um, the uh, first astronauts, maybe, that landed on the moon. Maybe I wanted to do a, a research on the sun and the size of the sun and the um, density of the sun and the amount of power the sun has, physically speaking. I could do that. I could look up in a book and learn those things. But even the factual things, for example, 2 plus 2 equals 4, maybe I needed to learn some basic math, doesn't matter. But all of that, even the factual things um, that are true, aren't the same kind of truth that the Bible offers. The Bible offers a kind of truth that uh, I would say is called creator truth. So that's how I would categorize them. I would say the Bible is not only categorized because it is a book from God, but it teaches us not just how to live. It's not just a book about how we live. 
It's a book about who God is, and it's a book that's true. So I would say that the Bible we have is filled with creator truth. That's the Bible. And I would say that it's exclusive, uniquely filled with creator truth. Not created truth, not things about math or things about science or things about history. Although there is science in the Bible, there is history in the Bible. Agreed. But the main purpose of the Bible is that we can get to know who God is. One of my favorite verses is in Jeremiah 29, and I want to say it's in verse 13, if I remember right, but the Lord says, If you seek me, you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. That was Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29, 13. If you don't know where that's at, it's in the Old Testament. It's a few books to the right of the book of Psalms. Usually when I try to find anything in the Bible, I open up to the middle and I get to the book of Psalms because it's the biggest book in the Bible. And then Jeremiah, if you flip to the, flip to the right, uh, about four uh, books, you'll end up in the book of Jeremiah. But it says in there, if you seek me, you'll find me when you search for me with all your heart. Right? And so when we're searching out the Bible, The goal is that we search out to know the truth, not just to know some experience, not just to back up what we think we believe because we've heard it from some pastor or some church or some person we like at school, um, or to disprove something we've heard. The main reason I want you to be searching the scriptures, or at least looking in this Bible and hopefully thinking carefully about it, is uh, to understand and know the Creator to know the one who made us. So let me share this verse with you since I just mentioned the book of Psalms and I've been talking about truth. Listen to this verse, and it's it's this is written in the King James Bible, but uh, it, it, some versions don't have it quite like this, but it makes it the most clear in this version. So listen, it says this. This is Psalm 119, verse 160. It says, Your word is true, That means the Bible. Your word is true from the beginning, from the beginning, from the book of Genesis. The Bible is true. All right. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I'd like to go through, starting with this idea of why we can trust the Bible. Why do Christians believe in this book? I have had a lot of Christians who can't, that I've met over the years, that can't answer that simple question. Why do they believe the book? Well, it's just, that's what we do. We got a Bible, and we hang on to it. We read it once in a while, and we learn some stories about Jesus feeding the 5,000 and Jonah in in the belly of a great sea monster or a whale for three days, and we learn about those things, but uh, those are, those are in the Bible. But again, I'm more interested in why. Why? So I want to know why we read the Bible. I want to know. I want you to be thinking: Why am I reading these things? Why is it important? Why is it important to know who God is? Why is it important to search these things out? Why did God say, "If you seek Me, you will find Me when you search for Me with all your heart"? What does that mean? So the goal of again of this channel is to hopefully get you thinking. 
Um, not because I'm saying things. I'm just going to share my thoughts. I'm going to share the Bible and hopefully some good questions and some hopefully some helpful analogies and answer a few questions along the way. After I go through this series of why we can believe the Bible, why is the Bible so important, I want to actually start doing Bible study because I know for a fact that there are a lot of students that I've had that actually don't go to church anywhere. And it's hard to find just straightforward, no frills, no smoke machines, and no super cool people in tight skinny jeans that shouldn't be wearing tight skinny jeans. Um, just, 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 I just want to go through without any, um, any uh, frills, I guess, and go through the Bible. That's my goal. But before we start going through the Bible, I want to back up that step and say and ask the question, why do we read it in the first place? Why is it important? Now, the Bible makes the claim that it is true from the beginning. The Bible makes the claim that it is uniquely, that is exclusively God's book that teaches us about who he is. We can't go anywhere else, according to the Bible, to get truth about who the Creator is. So, I here's the last point, and then I'll let you guys go. The Bible is not simply contain, or does not simply contain truth. In other words, it's not a container that has truth in it, but you can go other places, to other books, to other opinions, to other people, to other churches, other religions, and get different pieces from it as well. It's not what the Bible actually claims. The Bible claims to be the exclusive, the only, the sufficient Word of God. That's what its claim is. And then I guess the question is, how do we know that? Why, why, why is that important to us? So we'll get into that. So this is just the first in a series of many. And again, I want to keep these short, but I want to at least give you that question. Why is it important to search these things out? Can we search these things out? I believe the answer is yes. I believe because God is greater than we are, he wants you to know who he is. So it might take some laying down your own ideas if you're, uh, if, you, if you're probably five years old or older watching these videos, you have ideas that have been given to you, either by TV, video games, books, parents, teachers, friends, or just your own ideas about big things. I know that. And the goal is that we need to set all of our ideas down and be willing to hear the truth. That doesn't come from me. I didn't invent the truth. I'm just sharing it with you. Sharing the word with you is my goal. And I hope that through these videos that you just draw, you just learn who Jesus is, learn who God is, learn the truth. Jesus said, if you stay in my word, my disciples you'll be, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. All right. So that's the goal here. Goal is that you would know the Lord better. All right. Let me pray and I will let you guys go. Jesus, thank you so much for a beautiful day. Thank you for those that are watching, I pray that these videos would be a blessing and an encouragement to everyone, including myself, Lord. And thank you for being God, and thank you for being the truth. And we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, until next time, you guys, see you later.